Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, a face painted on a plump, juicy watermelon. And I'm your host, an eerie goblin head carved in a jack-o'-lantern. And I'm your host, uh, just one of those, like, radishes made into a little rose. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's very sweet. See, Hot Stuff's the one that cares about you. Uh, tonight, playing the part of the face painted on a watermelon uh, is Jick. Playing the part of a cr- scary goblin face carved into a jack-o'-lantern is Riff. And uh, bringing, a, bringing a feminine charm to the proceedings <laughs> is Hot Stuff, a rose of a radish. Are you saying that uh, a woman couldn't paint a face on a watermelon? Uh, okay, sure, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess it is probably controversial to suggest that a flower is traditionally feminine. Mm-hmm. Just you're going down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, a yonic, so I'm a yonic yeah, rabbit hole. I'm a radish carved into the shape of Georgia O'Keeffe's vagina. <laughs> yeah. Ow. I don't think anything can actually be carved into the shape of a vagina, right? Because of the vagina is actually just the opening. You, are you saying so you not, can't carve right. an opening in something? Yeah. I, well, I'm saying that you can't t- take a radish and carve it to be a hole. Why? Why not? I mean, can't you can't you dig a cave in a mountain? <laughs> well, but you can't have the cave without the mountain. Yeah, that's the thing. You you can't you can't carve a radish into the shape of a cave. You can carve a radish into the shape of a mountain with a cave in it. You can carve a mm-hmm. you can carve a potato into the shape of Nick Cave, but it has to be a special <laughs> kind of potato. Does it have to be depressed? Yeah. That have to come from bad seeds. You guys, Kingdom of Loathing, man, we did a lot of shit yesterday. Yeah, I uh, there were was, like four announcements. Yeah, I wasn't uh, when I when I when I went home on Thursday night. I was thinking, fuck, man, there's four things to do tomorrow, and I don't think that we're going to be able to get all four of them done. But I'm going to pretend. When that, you say Thursday, you mean tonight? Yes, I mean tonight. I went, when I went home tonight, I was thinking, there's no way we're going to get all four of these things done tomorrow. But then tomorrow, when I came in. I was like, I'm just going to pretend that we can do all four of them. And then I did all four of them with the help of y'all guys. And then when I went home, I was like, damn, I feel good. Why'd you say it twice? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I just, it was raining. Um, yeah, so then I went and had a beer. Okay. And that was fun. That's a good story. <laughs> it's very crowded at the place. What place did you have a beer? Uh, at? We went across the street. And uh, Emily uh, said, do you want to have another beer? And I said, I don't think that I do. Sycamore? Too many people here. Yeah, you've disclosed our location. What, we've we have talked about where we live. We haven't like said a, what a city hundred times. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Riff, what have you been up to for the last week or to- toad? Uh, um, pretty much just watching Twitch plays Pokemon. Basically. Seriously? Yep. Riff, it's not that good. It's the it's... wrong. Uh, Riff got super into it. Have you not I been? Got crazy into it. Have you not been paying attention to Riff? We need to talk about this on the other podcast. Yeah, no, I've, I saw you tweet about your your excitements and disappointments and whatever. It, but. it has caused me to finally understand people that go crazy over the exploits of a uh, of a professional sports team. Again, wrong podcast, guys. But guys, come on. Okay. We need. I, I I want to okay. unpack. I want to unpack this agony and ecstasy. Also, <laughs> uh, but we need to, we need to take the ecstasy now if we want it to fully kick in by the time we record the next. Podcast. If it was a professional sports team playing Quop, I could maybe understand. I'm sorry. It's just this is. I just don't get it. Uh, what else have you been up to, Jick? I went. Um, 
I had to go out of town for a little while unexpectedly, and I did a bunch of things in Phoenix, uh, none of which were work, really, because I didn't have much of a computer there to work on. Um, but I guess some of them were work. I did some of the final things for that palindrome thing, and I did some of the final bits of the shirt quest, and some of that I did from a from a from a hotel. You sent out some packages. Oh, I did. I I handled some merch mm. for the first time ever. Oh in wow! The, in the in I mean, the did history. you not handle it? Like I guess it was Cafe Press at the very very beginning. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't until Zly got hired that we opened the merch store Our own store at all. Huh. Yeah, um, Boozer Bear wrote the store code. And the PayPal shopping cart integration, which at the time was contemporary. Right. Really, you can say that about anything. It just occurred to me that the KOL stuff I've been working on, I can't talk about. And the next thing I'm going to be probably working on, I won't be able to talk about. I don't think I'm going to be able to talk about any KOL work that I'm doing for like a year. That's probably true. That's possible. I mean, there's little bits and pieces that you'll be able to talk about over time. Like, it's not like... Yeah, that's true. There will be like there will be like an item description that needs done somewhere, I suppose. Some of the some of the stuff that's come out recently was your idea. Which, I, I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Undoubtedly, some of it. Yeah, I mean, all every time we make a new zone, I ping everybody for brainstorms on items and stuff, and I usually end up using some of everybody's. So I'm sure there's some of your stuff in there somewhere. That's probably true. Um. I hadn't realized that I had uh, I had admired the name of the the player Putty Buddy on uh, <laughs> who sent in a podcast question, and then I made a familiar called the Putty Buddy, and he was like, "Hey, thanks," and I was like, "Yeah, you're you're welcome." <laughs> that was so fucking on purpose because you're a pal. Um, yeah, sorry to break break that news, but it was in the air. It was it was just in the it was in putty the, in the air. Yeah, that seems like really <laughs> made it hard to walk, to breathe, breathe, and, yeah. but it tasted good. It's good putty. Man, you guys, you should listen to some Smothers Brothers records. Oh, Smoth- the old Smothers Brothers show was so good. I mean, I, ne- I never saw the original <laughs> one, but... Oh, yeah, that's... the yo-yo stuff <laughs> until the, his, the, 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 like, renaissance of the show that when they brought the show back yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, that uh, that's the one years. I'm familiar with. I how, really that's the one I know show. as well. What's, how long ago were they doing their thing? Uh, the, I think the earliest record that I listened to might have been from 61... Um, wow! If not, that is a long yeah. career. No, they're old as shit. Huh. Are, are there any laugh-in albums? That seems like that would be the next logical step. Oh, I don't know. I bet there are. What about um, the, an Almond Brothers album? I think so. The Smothers Brothers, I think, had their first TV show in like '65 or '66, um, <laughs> and I imagine that they were doing their sort of touring. I mean, they were just essentially like Flight of the Concords, right? They did songs, although. Some of their songs were just earnest, just songs hmm. where they just kind of played folk songs. Like it was like, all just like Ernest goes get, to camp. Yeah, they, they sang a song about Jim Varney, uh, which was weird because Jim Varney hadn't been born. I'm not sure Jim Varney had been born. They might have been the same age if they had lived, if all of them had lived. Some of them did so far. Um, <laughs> there was one album that, like, the first side was comedy, and then the second side was just songs. And I'm not as interested in that stuff. I like the funny ones. There's a song that is from the perspective of a guy on the gallows, and it's like, I don't know, 15 seconds long. It just ends with him getting hung in the middle of a sentence. Like, 
not to spoil it. But it's just <laughs> stuff like that. It's it's pretty. Can my, you spoil a fifteen second long song? I don't know if you can spoil a fifteen second long song from the sixties. Like I feel like definite <laughs> definitely the statute of limitations is up on that one. I mean, do you feel like someone telling you how Anna Karenina ends can possibly be a spoiler? Because just because it's old doesn't mean that it's fair to reveal the endings of classics, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... I would not reveal the turn in Ender's Game to someone if I wanted them to read it sure. and have the experience yeah. reading it, you know? Yeah. And that is that is now 34 years old. So, okay. you know, it's old. Yeah. More time more time passed between the Smothers Brothers record and... No, more time <laughs> passed between Ender's Game and now than passed between the Smothers Brothers record and Ender's Game. Um, also, we are closer in time to, uh, or we are further in time from Ender's Game than Ender's Game is from the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, except for there's a new Ender's Game movie. Oh, okay. So. Oh, and also I just assassinated another Kennedy this morning. So, um, <laughs> wow. not sure. I so mean, crap. I, someone did. <laughs> if they find one Yeah, the dead, FBI is going to We can only assume. Uh, Man, it's going to be super fucking awkward if there is an unsolved assassination Kennedy? of oh, a Kennedy <laughs> that is revealed after this podcast. Mm. Mm. See, this is what this is what they they, they should have told Lenny Bruce. Don't make a joke about anything, man. You listen to Lenny Bruce now; it's pretty tame. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never listened to any of his. It's it is in a lot of ways so tame as to be kind of boring. Wow. But he, he just was like super controversial. At the yeah, time. well, he just like talked about gays like they were people. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. and like it, it, that must have been shocking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did you hear, have you heard any of George Carlin's early stuff? I haven't. I haven't uh, gotten that far. It's. Um, I'm doing. I'm doing them alphabetically. Yeah. Bru- Bruce Brothers. <laughs> Carlin is. Carlin is coming up next. His his earliest stuff is is puzzlingly tame compared to. You know the the stuff he was doing right before he died. I guess I guess he he started out not angry and just got angrier and angrier as he aged. Well, but that with the but, seven words thing was not too late, right? Like it wasn't. I don't. I, guess, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I must have been. In the, I don't know if that's angry. That's just must have been in the eighties. But at the very least, he was like foul mouthed. Right. Then. Mm. I mean, I you know I imagine that he like any of us the more shit he sees the more frustrated he gets with the yeah. way shit happens uh do you guys want to read some kingdom of loathing questions i'd love to questions about the video game kingdom of loathing sure nicodemus says hey gang for the too manyth time i lost out on pvp turns because i forgot the pvp season was ending could we get an automated message slash announcement the day before to remind us us absent-minded people would try to remember to love you forever uh, I bet that's a thing. The thing is that the rollout of new PvP seasons, because that was Chris Moyer's baby, is like pretty well automated at this point. So he doesn't have to be around for it. Is it the is that the important date, or is it the date two weeks before the season ends? Right, because there's like a two week breather. Uh, I don't think that that matters. I think it is because everybody's stone heals, and if you don't break your stone, you miss the. PvP turns for the for that day. Oh, I I think yeah. Or, or you might or you might eat during your during PvP the postseason. Food. Like during the postseason, you don't log off with your 
plus fights gear on or something. I'm something, not. I'm yeah, not. 100% there's there's sure. a number of different ways that yeah, that there's, could there's, be yeah, there's, weird. Or like if it heals your stone, it doesn't tell you, right? So you you sleep with the stuff on, and you didn't play your fights that day. But right. uh, like, yeah, um, yeah, I could see. I imagine. You know what? Chris will listen to this, and he will think, "Hey, I could do that. I could write a. I could write a cron tab." I mean, we've got fabulous. We've got a cron tab where we can literally just call a script with some text, and it will system message that text hmm. at. Do it, on, is it, on is a it system message schedule. enough, or do you need to like K mail everybody with a broken stone? GK just K mail everybody. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, hey guys. In fact, every night we, we should start. We should just set that <laughs> script up to send K mails. So every night we send out K mails to every player. Rollovers in fifteen minutes. <laughs> And then rollovers in ten minutes, and then five, and then one, and then like, oh, in one minute we're gonna delete all K mail. Fuck. Metraxis hmm. uh, says, "Hey guys, I'm really enjoying the new zones, and I'm pleased to see the wind-up ensign makes the warehouse relevant to the best dressed among us." Hmm. What does that mean? Is is it a PVP? Fuck, I don't know. I can't imagine why the wind-up ensign would be relevant to that because it's a potion. Um, hmm. Well, I Is don't it, understand what that means. Yeah, fuck them, I don't. Uh, my questions are about car- combat macros, uh, says Matraxis. First, now that we have the Snarfblet predicate, could the macro editor be told about it? Uh, I'm not a full-on Linux asshole, but I still don't like bogus error messages. Hmm. I don't know what that means either. The Snarfblet predicate. That sounds like a foreign language a, novel. No, no, not like a not like a weird. Uh, it's a collaboration between Terry Pratchett and Robert Ludlum. It's like the okay. born identity. Yeah. The snarf flat predicate. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it just gets it. So maybe a combat macro can know what zone you're in. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know what the macro editor is. I, maybe the macro editor has some sort of built-in syntax checking, and that has to be built and pushed. In order to support new predicates, I don't know. I mean, it's saying bogus error messages seems like it's throwing errors that aren't really errors. Anyway, second, can we get a predicate for non-combat items? To take an example, I might want to stop and punch the jukebox if I'm fighting a curmudgeonly pirate, but only if I don't already have a mizzen mast mob. Mm, yeah, I don't. Wow. I I mean that's free because it's just a it's yeah. just another session hit like anything else. So yeah, um, why not? It's all CD Moyer. This whole the beginning of the show is all just CD Moyer downtime to-do lists. Anyway, thanks for most of 11 years of hilarity, and keep it up for at least 11 more. Well, we will try. You know what I'm going to keep up for right now is I'm going to try to figure out how to get this uh, thing to auto-adjust brightness. It says that auto-brightness is off. How do I get the iPad running what is probably iOS 2 (laughs) to stop going to sleep while it is plugged in? General... Uh, la- mm. Is it really plugged in? It is. Uh, hmm, well, shit. I don't see a convenient way to do it, so I guess I'll just put up with it. I'll keep tapping it when it goes dark. Uh, well, I just accidentally went to the where the browser uh, icon is on my phone, which was not, in fact, the browser, but a bunch of terrifying pictures uh, using that weird photo booth thing that makes a weird funhouse version of your face and makes you look like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, creepy. Uh, Samish Du says, Hey guys, I have some questions about the can of V11. Do you guys have any thoughts or predictions on what the mall price will be during March? How about after March is over? I mean, I 
Dev and I are in disagreement. I guess Pantsless and I, Pantsless and Eleron are in disagreement with me on it. Whereas I don't, I think that because a bunch of them are going to enter the game sort of naturally and accidentally as a result of people who don't care about them just donating 20 bucks or 30 bucks, um, I think that they're comparative lack of utility because they are just not a very powerful item in and of themselves is going to counteract their rarity and there's no way they're going to be worth one-tenth of what a Mr. A is at any point. Um, I don't know how that's bearing out now. I haven't looked at them in the mall. They are rarer than Mr. A's and people know that they will not be around forever, like, available forever, so... I mean, I just wonder if we... There is a weird speculative nature to them, right? And yeah. because they are largely consumable, like, it's a weird situation, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not willing to, to sort of say one way or the other what, it's, what they're going to end up being. I mean, I, I think that it will land... For a long time, at least. I mean, there aren't any... I forgot about the recipe discoveries. Like, because since that is a thing that we only nominally support keeping track of... Right. Right? We don't think of it as... Like, I I walked away from a forum argument last year in which I said, this doesn't do anything, and then somebody said, it affects collector score. And then my reply to that was going to be it doesn't do anything that you're not fucking making up uh, but that doesn't go anywhere because it is real I mean that's that is a real thing because people have decided that it's a real thing just like KOLDB is a real thing right like with a serious mm. ascension competition happens on the KOLDB boards but the KOLDB boards exist almost entirely to circumvent the structure that we put into place on the leaderboards specifically so that we wouldn't be beholden to something like KOLDB's level of record-keeping. And that's, like, I don't like to... I mean, the Warbear stuff, like the Warbear multi-use crafting things, we're like, you know, these are too hard to get. So let's... Like, and people might get pissed off about this anyway because people don't like things that are interesting. Hmm. Uh, So let's not... Let's not just give recipe collectors a thing that's probably going to cost them millions and millions of meat to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just made those not grant recipes. I just forgot about that with the V11 until the very last minute. But then when I did think about it, I was like, you know what? I think this is okay. Because I think that absolute worst case scenario to somebody who cares about this, during this month, they are probably going to be able to get all of those recipes for a couple million meat at most. If that's... Right. really what they want and I wouldn't balk at putting something in the game that was available for a month cost a million meat and gave you a recipe so I did not feel like it was a breach of trust not, not even trust but like I don't I don't feel like it was a it was a dick move towards recipe collectors I don't feel like it was a dick move towards the only people towards whom it could conceivably have been considered one um, it depends on what you whether you feel like People are entitled to be able to get all the recipes if they want them without any kind of struggle involved. Oh, and I absolutely don't because the struggle is what the video game is, right? Sure. So, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, I'm just positing sort of a 
uh, a sentiment that might exist. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what they look like in the mall now. I'm not at a device on which I can check. Yeah. When I when I when I looked this morning, there were like three million, but that's almost certainly not still true. It might be. I mean, I, well, maybe. It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird phenomenon, I think. Which yeah, I'm really I'm really curious. You know, what? this was sort of like a funny dumb idea that we had, and who knows, <laughs> right? Yeah, I um. I remember floating the idea. I'm like, do we think, and I knew the answer was probably no, but I was saying, do we think that it, under any conceivable set of, cir- set of circumstances, that it would ever be a good idea to have a period of time during which Mr. Accessories were on sale? And then Hot Stuff said, no, but I think it would be funny to have a period of time during which they cost $11 <laughs> instead of $10. <laughs> And I said, that is pretty funny. And then we talked about it a little more, and it developed into this thing yeah. that we decided to do. Internally, no one felt that anybody would be upset about it. Um, and I don't know. We'll I, find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, happy 11th anniversary, says Sandwich Dude. You guys put together a great game that I have enjoyed for years, and I hope the game continues for many more years to come. Well, me too, because I like food and beer. Yeah. <laughs> student loans. You <laughs> like student loans? I like paying them. Oh. That's a weird thing to you like. like. You like continuing to accrue student loans yeah. because you, <laughs> like, you, okay. you I, haven't gotten a paycheck in years. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just hanging out. <laughs> taking one credit yeah, a semester. Taking one credit a semester and living on loans, pretending you work here. <laughs> I guess I guess to be accurate, what I like is not not being destroyed for having not paid them. <laughs> you, you know, because student loans typically are such a low interest they are often a thing that you want to put off paying as long as possible because you theoretically can use your money to make more money in other ways. I mean, that's, huh. that is largely not true now. It's you can't, tougher. It's you a lot can't, tougher. I mean, because like, like, a, like a certificate of deposit, you're lucky to get 1% or 2% on that now, and student loan rates are higher than that, sure. right? You know, But it, investments... Yeah, I mean, you could invest it, 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 it maybe. Buy, right? you know, here's, hey, here's maybe. what you should do: yeah. buy a bunch of fucking real estate in Phoenix in like 2007. <laughs> yep, do that. Yeah, that's do, a really good do way. Do that. That's a good. That's a loans. good way to pay off your student loans. Some at some point in the future, because eventually you're like, hey, I can't afford to pay these. The the other thing with student loans is you can say to the government, hey, I can't afford to pay this, and they will say, okay, hmm. don't worry about it. And it's not quite that easy, but you. I mean, you have to demonstrate. You can't be lying. Right. right, but if you can't, well, yeah. pay you still them. you but, still owe them money. Yeah, you still you still owe them, but you can you as long as it, here's here's a tip for any of you who are getting student loans: just stay in touch, don't hide from them, and everything yeah, yeah. will be fine. Well, Melissa, plus, not not all of my loans are federal, so there's that. No. Melissa is paying back student loans, and I think it's possible that she got on a program where she pays like a, a small amount. That's like a sort of close to like a percentage of her of her income, and after thirty years, if she hasn't finished paying it back, it just goes away, huh. or oh, something nice. like that. Mainly, I, I just thing, really hate being in debt. Yeah, I did the optimistic thing where you set up the payment structure where it's like starts out at twenty five percent of the minimum payment and slowly goes up to three hundred percent of the minimum payment over twenty years or something. Um, without 
without accruing additional interest penalties, like right. um, you know, you don't pay any more in the in the fullness of time. But that that's worked out okay. But I there there is no reason to pay them off. Like any any like even even a fairly safe investment, like even a fairly conservative investment portfolio, where you just like go to you know. Merrill Lynch or H&R Block or whatever say like hey I've got some money that I would like to you're better off just doing that you're better off just opening a brokerage account and then you are like if you have enough money to just pay off your student loans don't just keep making the minimum payments and do something else with that money because it will probably be better off Hmm. Uh, that's really counterintuitive well I mean it's because the interest rates are so low right like you you don't do that with credit card debt (laughs) right that's although yeah, I mean, I've had credit cards and investment accounts where the investment account made more than the credit cards were costing extra, but like you can't count on that. Hey, everybody, uh, uh, sign up for Comcast service. That stock is doing fucking great. <laughs> just keep keep on keep on going. Keep on giving those assholes money. They're eventually just going to own everything. That's true. It's cool. And then I will own like four shares of everything. <laughs> Whack, uh, this is a frustrating, this is frustrating on a number of levels. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, so Whack writes a question that, A, reminds me that I need to restrict the length on the question submitting form. And uh, Is the, it the entire text of Atlas Shrugged? It is. Hey man, says Whack, I'm looking at Pete's jacket and I feel very disappointed with its design. I don't give Pete, or it doesn't give Pete anything that he needs and it doesn't give people who aren't Pete anything that justifies using the jacket instead of a different item. All right, I'm going to unpack all these things one thing at a time. That was only the first paragraph of many paragraphs. Like, one problem that we had designing this is that Pete just straight up doesn't need anything. It was very difficult to make an item of the month that gave, that filled in any gaps in Pete's play experience because we could not identify any gaps in Pete's play experience. To say that it gives people who, it doesn't give people who aren't Pete anything that justifies using the jacket instead of a different item ignores the fact that it is like best in slot on multiple different enchantments. Very, that's a weird statement. All at the same time. Yeah, like, I understand it's, that. It's, su- like, it's a single pull that can be either adventures or PvP fights, depending on what you're playing. And- some people some people have suggested, and I think that I might I might figure out some way to fake this in uh, in Mr. Store. I didn't for Boris's oh, Helm or Jarlsberg's Pan. The popped color. Yeah, the, 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 and, and also because because on those other items, we both have versions of it were tradable, like hmm. somebody who was scoping the mall to see what the thing does. So, I mean, you know, they might not they might not realize that it's like twice as good as the best plus PvP fights in slot. And uh, like, anyway... Please reevaluate the item with a mind towards changing what it does. Plus 10 Moxie isn't very interesting. Well, agreed. But plus 10 Moxie was a just a random thematic throwaway. Yeah. In plus 20% meat drop doesn't do anything for Pete. Uh, okay, but you can't just say each individual thing either doesn't do anything for Pete or doesn't do anything for everybody else and assume then that neither of those needs are being met. The plus 30 monster level and plus, and plus 20% initiative is underwhelming. Okay, again... Both of those things are the most of those things you can get in a shirt. So, the, like the, the initiative might not be, but like in combination with the other stuff, like it's just that's just such a weird criticism. Yeah, it's saying Pete doesn't need the pickpocket drop bonus. Okay, well consider that to be a 
benefit to people who aren't Ugh. I don't know how to give you feedback without you blowing it off but honestly I feel like that's what's going to happen here if I'm rude or hostile then you get angry and we both feel bad but if I, get, but if I give constructive criticism so I need a larger the player consensus for things to be changed and in either situation I feel like I'm shouting at the television I mean the way to give feedback without me blowing it off is to give feedback that isn't just wrong right <clears throat> like how do I communicate this to you properly? It's not the first time this has happened. Take a look at the Elvish sunglasses. Those were very ungenerous. Box of bear arms, Jarlsberg's pan, Boris's helm. You can and have made amazingly fun items in the past, but sometimes you do this. So you're comparing this to the three the, the th three other items that are the most like this item in, in spirit of anything else that has been made, which is just a thematic item to go with a challenge path and which supports that challenge path in ways that are admittedly not interesting outside the game, but like... Boris's helm is on everybody's fucking pull list for softcore. So, like... It seems like that's... We might have gone too far. Yeah, exactly. And also, the Elvish sunglasses belong to the other set of, like, items designed for Moxie classes. An item of the month designed for a Moxie class, which is already just because of the thematic link between what Moxie classes do and what things have metagame utility, is it's very difficult to make something that makes them better when they're already better than everything else. There are days of the there are days of the the week or whatever days of the moon cycle where this is the best shirt monster level you're going to get. And so I don't understand how how criticizing that makes sense. He continues, this is great. I am blessed with occasional bouts of tact. For all the shouting at the television, I know this particular television has feelings. So with that, with what tact I can muster, I would like to ask you if you would please ask somebody else who works for you to redesign this item of the month. Whoa. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. Like, this is one of those rules, like, whenever you start a sentence with, I'm not racist, but, like, just don't say the rest of the sentence. And if you say, like, I don't mean to insult you, but... Think about whether what you're going to say is, like, genuinely important. So, A, we can't redesign the item. Yep. All we can do is increase some numbers or add some functionality, right? Because we have already, We've already sold a bunch of them. buy these things, right? So, B, someone besides me did design it, so fuck you. <laughs> and, like... C, also fuck you. Yeah. I You know, I love you, Wack, but... At, like this was something that yeah, like just that a bunch of people on the dev this. team put in feedback and these are the things that like that they felt people would be interested in gear is never going to oh, god gear is never going to be a super exciting item of the month not because we're bad at making it but because it doesn't just as a as a structure it doesn't have the potential to be as interesting or as cool as stuff that isn't gear but like people have been clamoring for an item of the month shirt any item of the month shirt for years and now they have one that is better than every other shirt in the game on a like more than more than you can count on one hand number of axes so i'm pretty sure it's fine I'm pretty sure it's fine. <clears throat> it's possible that the enchantments seem really underwhelming because shirts are not very strong. Right? So putting in low numbers that don't compare well to other items of the month seems like bullshit or whatever. But that's just a weird 
that's just a weird sort of mindset too yep caro says Hello, powers to be. How would you guys feel about making the avatar-changing potions a free pull from Hanks? As far as I know, they have no mechanical benefit beyond the aesthetic one, and who wouldn't want an entire run disguised as a tap-dancing skeleton? Thanks, and congratulations on 11 years. You guys earned it. We earned the 11 years. Um, like like an 11-year sentence? Wow. The, you're right that there is no reason to stop those things from being free pulls. They have auto value. Oh. Mm. Currently. I mean, we'd have to go back and change all that. Um, hmm. Mm. I just make them all discardable. That's a lot yeah, of it. That's a lot. Of, it does suck. Um. Anyways, P.S. Turn in all button after the island war. There's lots of typing in numbers if you want to clear your inventory for nickels or dimes. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Um. That stuff is eventually going to be up on the block. For revamping, we're doing the, some the brainstorming. Yeah. The vampire. Psyche writes, I like the bounty revamp, but I'm bummed that the items don't have descriptions. Item description jokes are so characteristic of this game, I'm curious why you decided not to write any. Thanks. Well, they're not items, is the thing. Like, they don't... Like, you can't find them in your inventory, because... They're very, I wanted, very small. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted a system that was extensible that we could add more bounties to easily, and the old way, which they actually were items, and then were subject to all of the same, you know, stuff that items were subject to. I mean, it, I could fake it, and I yeah, you're, you're right, it's weird. It is weird that you can't click on them and get a joke the way that you can with almost every other icon. Can you just fake it until it's made? You could, yeah. Okay. We could make like a, just a generic like footnote thing, right? Where Okay. But you'd be able to just URL inject that for anything, but maybe that's funny. Maybe <laughs> that's funny. Just a desk just desk underscore whatever dot PHP. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Locos Docos says, oh, what a good name. Uh, what is your opinion slash stance on play? Oh, I got an idea for a new familiar. It's the Locos Docos. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just came up with it all on my own. Uh, what is your opinion slash stance on players using tools like KOL Mafia, KOL Proxy, Grease Monkey Scripts, etc. to simplify, quicken, or otherwise automate certain aspects of the game? Do you consider it cheating, or are you fine with it, or do you have some other opinion I can't think of off the top of my head? No, I mean, I think it's, it's, I'm fine with it. We've always, we've always sort of... If you play it on a, if it's on a single account, it's not a big deal it's when people try to use that to do farming on multiple accounts that it becomes something we'd consider cheating you know large scale like if somebody does something that uses too much bandwidth or uses too much server resources like we we find them and make them stop right so it's you don't we don't like put up a big sign saying don't do this don't do this and here are the guidelines we just like we pay attention to it and if we notice something going apeshit we figure out what it is but like allowing for that automation and allowing for third party tools to be made has resulted in a lot of really cool shit being created and it's like it's it would be a dick move to struggle against it because what we're struggling against is like really people enjoy really thoughtful and enthusiastic engagement with our with our product yeah right and so it would just be it would be lame to to be against that. Um, Wax says, "Does Pete get two items of the month?" Uh, I don't know. I mean, no. Now he gets zero because you're a jerk. You're not really a jerk, Wax. You're kind of a 
jerk whack. Does two <laughs> two items in what sense? He gets two items in one form. Well, but everybody else already had two forms, right? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Even the bear arms. The bear arms were two items. Two. That's true. They were two items. Okay, so the, this is fucking crazy. I don't understand this. Canifer Forty writes. Yeah. Any reason in particular that you guys nerfed the hell out of the ancient hot dog wrapper? It used to be a 35 misdirect, 30 to 40 HP and MP regen offhand. It was an awesome pull for lazy runs. Now it's an 85 misdirect, 25 to 30 HP and MP regen offhand. You can't even use it in non-mist runs and it regens way less than it used to. Any reason in particular why it was nerfed so hard eight months after release? It wasn't. As far that, as we can tell, that it item, has not been edited. That item has not been edited since July of of 2013 when it was created. Yeah, so we have no idea yeah, what the I have people, no idea the what you're talking, about, talking about. Like super weird. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, the the wiki just says this is what it used to be and sometime, we're not sure when, it got nerfed to this new form, but like that totally didn't happen as near as we can tell. Yep. So yeah, neither of us did it. Riff, you didn't change it, did you? Nope. But I mean, it would be logged. Like, yeah, you would. We can I... tell when that happens, right? And is like, it is it simply a case that Edgar Allan Poe is a homosexual? <laughs> it could be, right? It, this could be the, the 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 oh, maybe it was one of those uh, promotional hot dogs where the bun was made of creamy cock Doritos. <laughs> well, so. It, like, if people were literally pulling this and a bunch of people remember it having different enchantments independently, then maybe something did happen, but I can't. Yeah, I, can't I mean, are you saying it was an awesome Are you saying it was an fuck? awesome pull for because Lazy Core runs because anyone did it? Yeah, did, like, or, is that something that you have actually done in the past and used before 85 Mist? Like, it is pop. I wonder. It is also entirely possible that this is a joke being played on us by the player base, right? Like, you get enough people together to, to explain something, like, why did you change this thing? And then we're like, I don't right, know. Right, they're tricking us and into changing, changing it. And changing it back. Back, yeah. to, back in air quotes. Like, that's pretty clever if that's what's going on, because, like, we're confused. Uh, King Bobson says, Hey, if you have Monster Manuel, you can choose to only kill tool-holding gremlins and run away from non-holders to be able to instantly identify which have tools and which don't by virtue of the info in the upper right corner. This is stupid and dumb, <laughs> since if you don't do it even once, your account is ruined for it again. Can this be made to either always identify regardless of doing this or never identify even if you do it? And yes, there's at least one person out there who has done this. It isn't just theoretical. It's a super, super minor complaint, and that person has an advantage others will never be able to get again, and that is not a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Like... I, that is the one, the one mini quest that is like absolutely going to change into something else when the hammer gets to level twelve. Like nun's trick is going away, and probably the fucking guy made a bees flyering trick is going away. Huh? Too, because any you don't want it to be done. I don't at want any it to be high done level one turn. Like I, it's. I mean, it's not really one turn though, because you have to set it up. Yeah. It's faster. It's probably faster, but I, I feel like even do people uh, even still use that trick? I thought I don't, they were yeah, flying I think, I think in so. like the arena or something now. Or they fly. They save the pyramid and flyer the pyramid. Uh, since like you know, what I mean, they'll they'll go back and like they'll do it on stuff that they have to do anyway. Which that's fine. I just like I'm I'm fine with the idea <clears throat> of max. Like what I think I would like to do is you know 
make it so you have to fly her at least like four or five things. Like for a normal person, it's going to be thirty things. For somebody who can handle the fights that high, right, and win them, then it's five things because that's still a cool trick. That still makes you feel powerful, and it is still a dramatic speeding up of it. It's just. Like, the guy made of bees does not meaningfully have those stats, right? Like, right. those stats are basically just all nines for whatever value of all nines we thought was higher than any number would ever be at the time when we added it. And normally stuff like that, where thing numbers are high enough that they're effectively infinite, like, we've addressed that. Right by making them even higher, so that we don't have to deal with it again for, I mean, like ten years. Um, yeah, the gremlins. I would not expect that to change super fast, but you're right that that is lame, and uh, and I would like for that to not be the case anymore. Hello, says Eventweer. Any chance of having something that drops zombie pineal glands back in the game? I and many other people who joined after the temporal rifts got unrifted would really appreciate some way to build an NPZR without paying over two million for the bit which can't be adventured for. Aren't zombies linked to the economy anyway? Probably time to boost the undead population a little. No, I thought it was like zombies are when there's a Democrat in office and vampires are when there's a Republican in office. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, You know, I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like zombies have been... Now, vamp- vampires and zombies are both really popular right now, yeah. is the problem. Yeah. It's because Obama's a fucking socialist. <laughs> That's why. That's it, guys. We've, we've broken the code. Um, I don't think that two million is too much for that. And so, no. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, we, we, we maintain our corporate position that if we ever need to, we will reintroduce zombie pineal glands. But we have looked at the economic data and concluded that at this point, we do not need to. And therefore, no comment. Canfry40 says, hey there, I love the new Snakes content. I really, really love it. It's fantastic. Even so, it's slower than the Pirates. Significantly slower. Not counting getting the outfit, because you do that regardless of whether you complete the Pirates. It takes 35 turns to complete the average, uh, or the Pirates on average with significant swing. The new stuff, if you are doing everything as optimally as possible, takes 51 turns on average in hardcore. The only significant swing comes from what Snake Bosses you need to fight. Uh, you know what? There is actually no swing in what Snake Bosses dun, dun, you need dun. to fight. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Uh, you can postpone some quest zones and pray you get snakes and then save turns if you're lucky. Uh, you farm the priceless diamond and pray you get good snakes in the first set. Plus, monster level has some interaction that makes you take more damage, so superstitiously run as much as possible in the club. In the protesters, will fact the oyster dude and making any linen skin stuff you can along the way and using all the lighters you can get. Semi rare three, what's his name, before I'm to take care of all three non combats. Bod ice is a must. Banish the herring and snapper for flat nine turn zeppelin. Yep. Uh, in softcore, you can pull off some shit like Wolf Whistle and other stuff. Learners can gear to save turns, reducing that number to 34 turns at the cost of a few pulls. This is lame because as much as I really, really love the new content, the part of me that cares about going fast has to do the pirates even though they suck and are super swingy. Riff, you're driving us crazy. Can you get the mic out of your beard or whatever the fuck is going on? I know the listeners can't hear it, and I know that the listeners are going to complain about me <laughs> calling you out on this while there is like a pounding baseline. Myself, but okay. you can't you can't hear it. It is coming into your microphone yep. as your microphone rubs against your sandpaper ass beard, and well, it is mad and real still. I don't know what else to do for you. It doesn't always happen. Like it's got to be like some piece of clothing that you're wearing or some place that your mic is hanging or something (laughs) ah this is ah, just phenomenal phenomenal radio anyway sorry about the band next door we're having to record on a saturday and the, the bands next door play earlier on a saturday 
Anyway, any chance you guys have plans to make the pirates less awful, making them longer but less swingy would be an excellent way to make people actually do the really fun new stuff instead of the awful pirates. Um, Eventually. Yeah, that is our plan. So, we did not have super good data on how long the pirates take, right? You coming back with 35 turns as how long the pirates take and 50 turns as how long the new stuff takes on average, we were shooting for... 50 turns because 50 turns was the report on how long the pirates took, right? The thing that we weren't thinking about was that some of those turns are getting the outfit, which you got to do anyway to get the bridge. So what... It, there was a lot of discussion about this. Um, and we're not, we're not done, right? So so don't, don't, don't sweat it. Um, people proposed putting a bridge alternative in... Right. The in this side of the the path, which I I reacted very strongly against that. Um, the the problem is even other than the pirates. Even if we made it exactly the same, right? Um, the pirates still have the advantage. That, I'm sorry that I can't make this thing stop. Like the, setting the lock button on one of these devices to locking screen rotation instead of silencing the thing is. I don't. I. Just turn the volume all the way down. I don't know how. Just hold the thing down, the little rocker switch. That's up. How is that up? That's down. How is that down? Because <laughs> they're, the right device, and, they're right and left, hot stuff. The device has a canonical up and down. You just happen to have it sideways. I'm just ignoring it. Um, man. So how many how many diversions about things unrelated that to people can't video see game or experience. that people can't see or don't care about at all yeah. Are we going to have in the middle of Cannon Fire's question? Um, oh, wow, are we still on Cannon Fire's yeah. question? I don't know how much... I don't know why I objected so strongly to putting a bridge in the... It, anyway, the point that I was making was, even if we it, did put a bridge in... It doesn't matter if it does not open early. If it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't matter. The pi- Like, there are going to be people who say that the pirates are just better and you're forced to do it even though it fucking sucks... Uh, because you can get in there early. So then later, somebody asks, can you please make it so the club opens early? And I don't like that idea because it's It doesn't now, make narrative sense. Yeah, now the, the, the until. club is part of the story, right? Yeah. And, and, and I get it, I get it, I get it that the 90th time Ascender doesn't give a fuck about the story, but the, the stuff that I have in mind for the level 12 quest... It's gonna a, rock your world. Oh, you got it's gonna be like it is. It, it is going to make you John Romero's bitch. I think it is. I think it is safe to say that there's this character Milo in the level twelve revamp that is. It's going. He, he's he's a, he's a child. He's going to make you cry. It's going to be that. It is going to be the single greatest achievement in the history of video games. That's yeah. that's understating it. You you will be playing. From a microscopic, microscopic organism all the way through an intergalactic uh, civilization, race, race of beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's gonna be great. Th- I'm. Well, there a lot a of the stuff that's happening in the future has the flying cars. We like <laughs> setting these things up early. Jetpacks. Jetpacks in mind. Yeah. Um, so you will you will be able to do some of that. Uh, in one case, I was like, all right, so this is how I want this to work. Like, this is how I want Spooky Raven to work. I want Spooky Raven to work as a series of quests that unlock at fixed levels. And people in dev were like, no! 
Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were well coordinated. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, and one of them said, well, I think it was pantsless, said, Wah. and Mr. Mag said, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, guys. And then I was like, all right, well, fine. It only works that way on your first ascension, and on subsequent ascensions, you just get them, like, three levels earlier. And they were like, yay. Well, you didn't do it that time. No. They weren't they, actually. Yeah, yeah, they weren't actually happy. They were like, oh, fuck you anyway. <laughs> That's what they said. They were like, we still They're hate like, it. They're like, oh, that breaks the narrative conceit, and now I don't like anything. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, I think that though I believe that from, from what I've heard of some player sentiment about this, I believe that making the pirates longer and less swingy probably will make a subset of people angry, right? Because they're like, well, this now you're making us play this zone that's all about, I don't know, racism, and we don't want to. So why couldn't you have just left well enough alone? Pie racists? No, no, no. That we're they're, we're making them do the racist part, the new racist part. Oh, the new racist yeah, quest. Yeah, I see. How come we have not been accused of racism for Whitey's Grove and the Black Forest? I don't know. I'm kind of uncomfortable with some of the stuff in there. Yeah? I am, yeah. Like, okay, so the Black Knight, every time that slide came up at Comic-Con, I just kind of winced. Really? Because, yeah, because in context where... The thing is, it's not even in context... I know it's a joke about a specific movie and not just, right. hey, this is how black people talk. But it totally reads like, oh, don't black mm. people talk funny? Weird. And it's not, it's not okay. That's not okay. Although I think, I still think that having Fever Jungle in between <laughs> Whitey's Grove and the Black Forest would be the best thing. Why have you not done it? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> like, I mean, I think the reason that nobody accuses us of being racist about anything is that es- effectively, and I know that there are a handful of exceptions because I've met them, but effectively only white people play this game. So this is like a privileged huh. game for privileged children. And as such, I will be setting every copy of it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like half Mexican, half Asian. That's true. Afrikaz says, can we in Avatar of Sneaky Pete Runs have our motorcycles names displayed on our profile like familiars? Yeah, that's a good idea. We're going to have to apply the profanity filter because at, like, everybody has named their... Yeah, like the first the first player named motorcycle that we became aware of was called Fuck Hunter. Yep. Wow. So that that's pretty good. They were like, I wanted to see if the profanity filter yeah. was in place. I, there's that it's one not. That, there's that one that's just... <laughs> 40 of the widest character in Ariel you know, with no spaces. So that's pretty good, too. Um, whoa, 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 uh, Fredic V2 whoa, whoa, says, You've been rolling more things out at times other than rollover as of late. What inspired this change? Um, not wanting to be here at Yeah, there. not wanting to be here late anymore. Because um, there's always just loud music playing. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I mean I've been getting up earlier on average uh, as the years go by because I'm getting old. That's true. Like that's and that's becoming a problem. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to discuss that. You're gonna have to have an intervention. You're like you really need to start drinking more. Yes. Yeah. So you <laughs> start sleeping. Keeping late the again. windows shades closed or something. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it be, because we've also gotten better at we've gotten better at deploying content without it having to happen at a time when there's nobody logged on and stuff. Like there were a few issues with the palindrome, like. 
if you were at a certain stage in the palindrome quest, you got stuck, stuck because, sure. like, you if you had the if you had if you already had the mega gem, but you hadn't defeated Doctor Awkward yet, you didn't have his office unlocked, and you had no way of doing it because the unlocking the office was made into a separate step. Mm. So nobody said, nobody has said anything about the palindrome. They're trying. Actually, they're no, trying well, no, so hard maybe. to think of a way to say it so that it reads Sam <laughs> forward and backwards. Mm-hmm. They're trying to. They're trying to muster up some tact and failing. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Great teacher Onizuka says, "Will there ever be an increase in the number of favorite familiars available through the right quick click familiar swapping menu?" Tact cat. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Good. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Hikaru Yami says you guys have been doing some really awesome revamps lately are there any plans to revamp some of the earlier and less interactive quests like the Friars but we already ah shit we already revamped the Friars re-revamp yeah that's a revamp revamp Baron Von Big Penlord says why on a Friday uh yeah cause we it was the 28th I was out of town on no I think the podcast he's saying podcast why on a Friday it's also it's not a Friday anymore I know we're doing it on a Saturday. Yeah, uh, because I was out of town on Wednesday and then tired on a Thursday. No, play on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. we had a play to and go then, to on a Thursday. And then riff fell asleep. And the, on yeah, I, I was falling asleep in my chair and on Friday. Uh, anyway, have you found that a fair number of game designers in San Fran enjoy smoking grass? I have not found that. In fact, uh, why does the crafting kit cost different amounts if you buy it from the blacksmith or the herbalist in Word Realms? I don't know. It it actually it costs different amounts from them in multiple different stages of the game. Actually, oh, it depends on how nice you are to them, and the cha- the price varies a lot differently based on which one you go to as well. Mm. So it's yeah, it's just a thing. If you're a nice just, guy, is one of them more is one of them more likely to influence the price based on their feelings about you or like does it does the price vary more based on one of their feelings versus the price the price goes goes way down if you're nice to one and the price goes way down if you're mean to one like you scare that what's you scare one of them versus right so it's just a just little easter eggy type stuff uh albertio says what happens with people who have already permed the torso skill ah it's nothing it's fine You'll get this. They you'll get, get thrown the, out a window. <laughs> you'll get the item that starts this quest the first time you equip or try to equip a shirt in any ascension. Yeah. So that was a that was a requirement. That was a predicate for having a shirt item of the month. A snarf blight predicate. Yeah, that was a snarf blight predicate. Um, I wanted that quest in place, and we, you know, we did it, and it didn't take very long. It was fine. And then Scully was like, "Man, we can't ever do anything simple." Because I was like, and it, "But it, it wasn't that complicated." And he, but he, he added like a bunch of random stuff that didn't need to be there. Like what? The series of oh yeah, yeah. And stuff like like yeah. And, and I was like, "Don't you you did this?" Yeah. Well, no, he only did part of it though. Like I'm the one that did all the I'm the one that did the two sets of five items and the packages. Oh right. I was like, I rather than coming up like because I looked at them and I'm like, eh, these guys don't drop anything like the ideas that I liked the most for the monsters didn't have any of the ideas that I liked for drops right um and so I was just like eh maybe the zone will have a drop rather than the monsters having a drop Hmm. because that's a thing that we can do and it's like okay we can make these like pretty good potions and interesting daily expiration gear that are limited in 
Weird the number ways. that you can get, and that'll be fun. That will be fun. And it was fun. And it really wasn't all that much work. I turned it all the way down, and it still makes that fucking noise. Huh. I gotta figure out how to stop this thing from turning itself off. There's gotta be a setting somewhere in there that makes it not do that. Uh, in between shows. Yeah, okay. I, I'll, I'll look at Although, mine in between shows. We're not gonna have... Uh, well, but you don't have, like, have iOS 2 questions yeah. for video games, hot dog. Anyway, uh, so that was Albertio's question. Doppelheathen says, are shirts really sentient enough to embark on the new content you posted today? Some of them are. Fredic V2 says, will anything, will anything ever compete with the CSA backpack or florist fryer slot-wise? Yes. Um, there's a robot florist that will eventually compete with the florist fryer. Um, that is at least the joke that when we said, when we were discussing the design of the thing, we were talking also about the future robot flower plant man. Okay. Um... CSA backpack. I I mean, there will probably eventually be a backslot item of the month again, but... It'll be different. Yeah. That one's weird. It is weird. It is weird. I kind of regret that. That it still gives you items and... Yeah. Even yeah. And, you it, have, and even if you don't have the object. Yeah. Uh, Dear Jick, says Hagwench, I saw in a really old forum thread from around 2005 that you changed adv equals x to snarfblad equals x to get around issues with Norton Internet Security and ad blocking programs. Ad being short for advertisement, I guess. Though you never answered the question, why snarfblad? So I guess I'm asking now. Um, so my first job when I was 16 years old, this actually has an answer. Uh, I was washing dishes at a barbecue restaurant. And the barbecue restaurant was briefly purchased by a guy who was smarter and funnier and sort of nicer and more engaging than the original owner, but turned out to just kind of be a criminal because <laughs> he, bought, he bought the restaurant from the old owner and then ran the restaurant for like a week and then something happened and the old owner was back and real mad. Wow. <laughs> so like it was just some weird scam or something. Huh. Um, but the guy, the guy that had bought the restaurant was, he was like, he had been a mathematician. He said, he, I remember him once. He won, I was like, he won it in the right, game of you're going to fucking settle this argument. I got into an argument with the, with the line cook about whether the lyrics to, uh, white rabbit by Jefferson airplane were remember what the door mouse said, which was my contention or remember what the door man said, which was his contention. His contention being based on the fact that Dormouse isn't a thing. Oh my god. And I said, <laughs> Dormouse is in fact a thing, and it is a thing from Alice in Wonderland, which is what this fucking song is about. Hank! And then Hank came in, and I said, Lyrics to White Rabbit. Remember what the Dorman said? Remember what the Dormouse said? And he, he corroborated my testimony, won that argument. He came in, and he said, Could you hand me a ramekin? Uh huh. Everyone else. Looked at in him the like kitchen, he was called insane. them monkey dishes. They referred to them as monkey dishes. Monkey that dishes? is just what, like that is just what, <laughs> that is the, the monkey dish is the sort of industry terminology for ramekin. What I know, it's fucking weird. <laughs> but um, one of the waitresses said, "The what?" And he was like, "One of those." She was like, "A monkey dish?" He said, "Yeah, it's a ram. It's called a ramekin." It's like. Did you, are you just making that up? He said, yes, yes, I just made it up. I was going to call it a snarf blat, but then I thought, oh, ramekin. That sounds just as good. So so that exchange. He does that's sound like snarf, a good that's, dude. Yeah, it does. No, it was great. 
<laughs> Except, you know, just apparently he was some weird scam thief. <laughs> I mean, if he doesn't know what if he doesn't know what a monkey dish is, then clearly yeah, he shouldn't I'll, be in the yeah, business. Yeah, he's clearly, clearly not cut <laughs> out outsider. for cut out for restaurant tour ship. Um, anyway, so that's where Snarf Black came from. That, thank you, Hagwench. That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, King Bobson says, are we going to have a proper world event this year? Because 90 skills, 44 monsters, and 64 items doesn't count as a proper world event, obviously. But you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. I mean... Y- yes? I, like, I, we don't necessarily plan we? them out in advance, right? Yeah, it's just whenever, whenever the spirit enters us. Quest items, says I eat food. Can't live with them. Extras after the quest is over and they sit in inventory mocking you. Can't live without them. Sure is nice to be able to finish a quest. However, what if after the end of a quest, like the level 10 giants, there was a quest item that was specific to one quest, like the massive dumbbell, the council could offer to buy it from you when you return to them to tell them of your victory. It could be a small amount, but enough to make it worth it to pick up the uh, little things along the way on the off chance that you might need them, but still be able to sell them off like the artist does with the rat whiskers. Huh. Does the Is the giant dumbbell a quest item? I don't remember. I bet it is. Uh, Elfin says, what is the next big thing for Asymmetric? Well, we don't know yet. There are, there are possibilities on the horizon. There are buildings literally as far as you can see. <laughs> Out this window right here, I'm looking at buildings and past those buildings. There's nothing. Just well, sky. There's clouds. Then um, space. Space, yeah. Bill the Panther says, Dearest Jake Griffin Hot Stuff, First of all, Age of Sneaky Pete is pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to getting further down the skill tree over time. It seems like there will be some interesting choices. Now, my humble request. I have enjoyed the new design for shops that you have used recently. Would you consider moving the general store over to the new interface? I go there a few times most days while I'm ascending, and I'd really appreciate the friendlier interface. Less than three, Bill the Panther. I posted this quote into Dev, where all those guys were complaining about the new shop interface and saying that it was balls and bullshit, that I was stupid, and I was a Linux asshole, and I was changing things for their own sake, and I'm a dummy. And I said, Booyah! <laughs> and then Booyah Cookie said, What? <laughs> um, yeah, I, boy, boy oh boy, do I not like the old store interface. Um, the still required a lot of finesse. The still resulted in me being in a real foul mood for a while because I was like, Wow, the interface for using the still really sucks because it doesn't tell you what you're getting. Yeah, and it's real bad. So did then you, I like. Did you make the switch where the icons of basic boozes have different? I didn't yet. I'm going to that. That will solve the last problem with that. Yeah. Like, and so it's and and then and then CD Moyer was like, you know, I don't really like the new interface either. Like, I don't agree with you moving so much stuff over to it because it is confusing to not know what the ingredients are. Like, to have to mouse over the icons to see what they are is less good than not in it, which I agree with. Um, and also, I very much hate the fucking rate. Like, if you went to a new thing now and the way that you used it was by selecting a radio button next to something and then scrolling down and typing a quantity in a box and hitting buy this, you would say, this was designed by idiots. And it would not fly at all. And the only reason that anybody likes that more than any alternative that is proposed, any reasonable alternative that is proposed, is because they're accustomed to it. Which is, granted, a real thing. It is a real and a powerful thing and a thing that must be taken into account. And the March of Progress must ever be slowed by the clawing at the past of the teeming masses. But... Now you can right-click the buttons, uh, the buy buttons to buy in quantity, 
which is just better. It's just better. Hmm. You can't do it with a keyboard, I guess, is the complaint that someone will make. Yeah, that would be a lot of tabbing. It really would be a lot of tabbing, but I'm sure there is some asshole that does it and will complain if we take away his ability to do so. What I can do, though, is I can move stores over to the new interface that I like, the where there's a button next to each item to buy it, like a fucking store, like literally every other thing that works anything like that, and not the dumb shit that I did when I was first just making up some dumb shit for doing some other dumb shit. Well, I mean, I feel like most stores have a list of items, and then you click on it, and then it brings up an individual page for that item, and it says add to cart. <laughs> mm, right? Like there that's, is, that's how the internet shopping works. There is... No, no I mean, the, the way Amazon shopping works is that one there's a button that shopping. just one click buys it, right? Yeah, I, and, I'm not a fool to turn that on. No. Is it a fool? Yes. Is it, yeah, yes, right. it is. No, you're right. It's such a bad idea for everybody. So good. So good. Except for Amazon. I'm sure it's a I good bought, idea for them. I bought that Millennium Falcon uh, shop manual. Shop manual? Yeah, it's like a children manual for the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> thematically. Uh, it's just a book about the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I probably would not have bought that if I had not been able to do so with one click. So, you're right. I'm an idiot with a cool Star Wars book. Anyway... What I think I will do, and you know what? I think I talked Chris into it, because he even wrote a utility to convert old store data over to the Mm. new shop format. Also, I had him write me a spindler for the new shop format, which is uh, nice, because that was one of the few remaining things where I was doing all the data entry in phpMyAdmin, which was a mess. But I will probably then give people the option to use the shitty old interface huh because that is built in like and just make it so all shops can work with the radio buttons and tabs thing turned the fuck off by default but oh you'll still it'll still be in the new script but there'll be the old yeah. interface built into that as an option it already is oh. right the the one of the things that you can do with the new script because the new shop script is just better like see the the thing is some things like the star charts, no one would say that the new star charts are worse, and that was a conversion of an old one-off thing into the new shop system. Right. Nobody complained about Jarlsberg's kitchen, right? But that was because there wasn't any previous version to believe was better. People did not like the pixel thing. Yeah. Right. The the that I think could it's be a solved. lot of. I think it's a, it comes up a lot more when there are a bunch of similar looking ingredients. Yes, yeah. that could be solved by having a predicate in the shop. Uh, not it's not even a predicate. Having a I'm just I'm a snarf stuck on the word predicate. It's having a snarf flat in the shop script that will display the names of the items next to the items because those names are all pretty short. So right, um, and then it wouldn't have to display the list at the bottom of what things you have. It's just there were so many different things using so many different interfaces and so many different code sets to accomplish basically the same thing. Um, And this will just, you know, make it a lot easier to incorporate all of those shops and workshop and construction and assembly things into a mobile interface. Right. Like, just consistency. Consistency. It's the hobgoblin of little minds. That's what they say. And that means it's awesome. Uh, how long have we been doing a show? It feels like a long time. Uh, just, just over an hour. 
Wow, really? Yeah, hour and seven minutes and change. Time is flying because I'm having fun with you guys. Let's keep going. Cool. Any objections, gentlemen? None at all. Any gentlemen here? <laughs> I didn't think so. Riff, did you get a haircut? No. S- certainly not. Yeah. Uh, Nesman says... In last week's podcast, you mentioned that all serious players probably have a garden and that you doubt if anybody listening to the podcast lacks a garden. I have a few items from Mr. Store, but no garden. Eh, Okay. Wouldn't mind having some lame default garden that I could seed with tomatoes, but it's probably not worth the effort. If you wanted to toss me some pumpkin seeds or dragon teeth, I wouldn't complain. I mean, it's no tomato garden, but beggars shouldn't look horses in the mouth. No, that's true. Beggars can't afford uh, to get kicked. Can a horse kick forward like that? No, but... Beggars have this thing where if one of them is in the front of something, there has to be another one in the back of it. They're they're like quarks. They have to be <laughs> they have to be lined up. Some sort of weird superposition. Yeah, that's why. Uh, do not ever let a beggar perform dentistry on you. Huh. Kren von Salzburg says, Sneaky Pete has a motorcycle. Why does he need a vastly inferior meat car to carry himself to the beach? Not enough room for a surfboard? <laughs> well, because it depends on the kind of motorcycle he's got. Yeah, it, you have to. You need a special extended gas tank. Because the problem is that it's really far. Like, that main map is not to scale. It's really far to the beach. And a motorcycle doesn't have enough gas. I don't, you know, you can totally get to the forest. Forest is not, not anywhere near as far away. Well, yeah, it's really nearby. The only thing, so like they are adjacent, but all of the parts of the forest that you go to are along the very north edge, and all of the parts of the beach that you go to are at the very, very southwestern tip. Uh, and they oh, are so so it's a problem with the map projection we're using. Yeah, we've got like a Mercator one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Kowal is actually um, a planet that's that's uh, projected onto a Taurus. <laughs> mm, I thought it was onto a Virgo. No, giant bull. Wax says, can you make the knife type items equipable based on your moxie? Right now they use a strength requirement. Fuck, muscle, same thing. Fuck, muscle. <laughs> um, I would say that's pretty moxious. No. No. That, that's not how they work. Knives? They're, they're melee weapons. Like, Disco bandits have a way of interacting with them that lets them kind of treat them as though they're not, but the thing that makes disco knifey knives different than regular knives is that they have much higher power for their muscle rack. You don't and you don't even have to have them equipped. The problem is the 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 actual problem is that the stat requirement for a weapon is what determines whether the weapon is ranged or not. Hmm. Um and that should not be. Those things should be separate. Uh, for many years, it was totally adequate. Sure, yeah. I mean, there was also a time when there were missed weapons, which didn't make any sense. I think they hit based on your muscle, um, but you could not, like, have a sword and a chef staff. You couldn't wield a sword and a, and a utensil. I think utensils are still mist based. They are. They have mist wreck, but they're just but they're just melee weapons. Like oh, okay. they don't. We don't ever say. Like there were things in the text of the game that said that is a mist weapon, so you can't do this or you can't do that, which just wasn't a thing. Hmm. Should have been. Man, if monsters just had three stats and yep. so much, been so much more symmetric, and their attacks like. Yep. You know, that that monsters had ranged attacks that you defended with your moxie, and they had melee attacks that you defended with your muscle, and mysticality attacks that you defended with your mist. Like, Jesus Christ, it would be so much better. Yep. 
it's it would be possible to retrofit that. It would really shake things up, which I think to a certain category of people would be super super interesting. Like, sure, you know, it would it would it would mostly it would mostly just require like an intern to go through and fill out the drop downs on what kinds of what is what each attack was. what each attack was. Yeah, I have a feeling that there would be a, a disproportionately high number of. Muscle defense, muscle ones. yeah, which would sort of invert the whole paradigm. Would get rid of that notion of safe moxie, though. But I mean, what? It, yeah, but what? I mean, you, there would be safe. You'd have to have safe everything, right? Yeah. What? What it would do, though, is like if there was a monster that just like we decided that its moxie was high, right? Like if we just decided that whatever the monster's power was and whatever the monster's defense were, mm-hmm. like. We just took well because then you would you would also be attacking based on their power or defense yeah or mysticality which we'd have to go through and add a stat to all of them which is which is fine I mean I feel like we could probably automate that right like we could just say we could just say of a given monster like oh that's a that's a muscly monster that's a moxie monster like that's it that's it I mean there would be a lot of them where we were just making shit up but like that's all we do anyway I think that that would probably ruin everything it would be weird I mean. I kind of like the idea, but it's it would definitely be weird. Let's make a let's make some content that works that way. I don't think it would be super hard, huh? Like I guess yeah, I guess it, if we just do a test zone, yeah. if you're okay with fucking with the fight script enough for that to work, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it'll even be that hard. Okay, like let's let's try that out I don't every time I look at the fight script I just get sort of intimidated because it is there's a lot of it but it's not actually all that complicated like I guess the it, more I, exceptions or whatever is the deal. there are but, but there are but they're just they're they don't interfere with anything else really like they're, they're like there are certain things like like the fucking teddy bears or whatever like those those dick up the logic a lot but like there were of fairly small number of things that messed up those house fights right which is a testament to how when I did the new haiku dungeon I compartmentalized a lot of stuff in the fight script like categorizing different sorts of things that could happen in fight to determine what kind of haiku they would output um, forced me to like put all of the things that deal damage over time to the player in one spot and all the things that deal damage over time to the monster in one spot and I've slowly gone through and sort of set those up even more consistently so that now we can just give a monster a property that says like no damage over time things work against this monster and it more or less catches all of them no matter where they come from because they all use the same mechanism to occur um which there are certain things that are still kind of messy like ghoul whelp stuff is all over the place like there's a lot scully tends to write stuff that rather than just putting regen on a thing he will say that it does it at the end of combat and then write messages for it and it's like you know it's fine there's stuff that works that way but it just it just just makes it it just makes it another couple lines in the fight script like that and which it just shouldn't be done that way um Chris tried to kind of generalize that by having a an array that code could just get shoved into that would then execute at given points, but I was never able to figure out how to use it, so huh. so it just never caught on. 
And we can't get rid of it because there's like four things that use it. <laughs> uh, Thrensa says, could the same code be uh, used to have the ice house gear melt be used on skills? If so, getting a skill that lets you keep whatever max liver you had as Pete till the end of the day when you break prism would be nice. Uh, that or make the guild quest somehow uh, complete a bull drunk after a Pete ascension. I'd be okay with that too. Oh, this is the person that wants to be able to buy their class skills after they're overdrunk. Hmm. Yeah, that is a frustrating thing. Um, it would be pretty easy to do a... I, you know, I don't think a passive. I think the only thing that we couldn't easily do that with would be a passive skill, which is what that drunkenness thing would have to do. Because we could totally just do a conditional skill based on a, having a daily flag, and we wouldn't even have to touch any code hmm. for that to work. Like, a combat skill... Pass, can passive skills not have conditions on them? They can't. Huh. There cannot be conditional passive skills. Interesting. Um, there only, only very recently could there be conditional non-combat skills, and I don't remember why. It might have. I don't remember what we did it for. Skill spindler. Did that change it? No, the skill spindler is super old. Is it? Yeah. Oh. That was one of the first things Xenophobe wrote. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah. Fuck. What was it? It was something. Like, we we eventually made it so, I think, like, the flavor of magic stuff, rather than, like, mm -hmm. those are five conditional, or six conditional non-combat skills, the condition of which is you have this other skill. There's a few other things that are like that, and I just don't remember what they are. I don't remember what the thing was that made it so we had to, had to make that work, but we did. Um... Melon Squeezer says, There is an ancient lost art of stealth persuasion. One would distract the subject with their left hand and give a surprise hand job with their right. It was known as Fapo Bapo. Thank you, Melon Squeezer. Melon Squeezer also says, If I type slash use mom, I get the effect got milk. Bug or feature? By which I mean, was it my mom or someone else's? Um, so it's a bug if you get milk from your own mom, but a feature if you get it from someone else's? Uh, that seems like the opposite of the truth. Hamfish damned fish says the avatar of sneaky pete is a lot of fun i can't honestly say i expected the whole tv aspect of the studio audience and all which is awesome i love that i've been playing the game for so long and you guys are still constantly surprising me bravo yeah that was scully's idea it was good wax says you know it's weird you were talking about reading that idea and being kind of eh, about yeah. it and then when i was like oh man i like this and this is what it could do and i just sort of laid it out mechanically and then you were suddenly like super on board, on board with it which yep. was interesting like, I could imagine us having had the opposite feelings about it, right? If you immediately saw a way a in which it could be made mechanically interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, as if it was just a narrative thing, it was just, it seemed like a bunch of, like, work to, to just have some extra text, but if it actually played into everything that was going on yeah. then it becomes like oh interesting I think he had initially proposed it more as like a, uh, just a just a resource builder resource consumer hmm. thing um, and I went a, audience I, approval I, yeah like you just you'd, you'd build them up and then you would consume them down there. yeah which I don't know I mean that would also have worked you know this is better do you think? I mean, it's it's different. It's it's it works differently than. I mean, this was sort of inspired by. I, I think Riff, you were telling us about the way the druids work in WoW now, right? Where you've got like moon and sun or whatever. What? Um, 
There's some eclipse thing where you like you've got a meter that can go to two extremes and you get it up to one side and then you can do something and then you have to get it over to the other side and then you can do something else. No, you I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I, really? I don't, I don't know that this, about this. I don't know that this sounds familiar either. It was on a fucking podcast that you guys are on. Are you sure? Because you you've been on a bunch of other podcasts. Not where anybody would talk about World of Warcraft. Druids, World of Warcraft? Druids just use energy the same as rogues. No... They have some kind. Of, the one there's one speck of druid Moon that has okay. that has some like meter on the screen that certain spells move the meter one way and then you get certain benefits for being on that side of the equation. But you have to keep going back and forth optimally. I guess that's to, possible, to but I only play feral, so I it wouldn't have been me that told you about that. So I, I've never heard of it. Maybe it was maybe it was friend of the show Clackling David Clackling Bass. Who uh, is doing some sort of? He was. I was playing Diablo, Cody, Diablo Cody's <laughs> Juno the game, um, with him last night, and he was like, "I gotta go to bed. I gotta work tomorrow." And I was like, "What the? F- it's fucking Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday is for partying. <laughs> Saturday is you wake up and just start drinking beer at six thirty in the morning like a wild man. Talk like this all day." Because his voice is gravelly. Because you got to do a radio show. <laughs> Saturday's for partying. The doctor says I have nodules on my vocal cords. <laughs> um, wild man or wild mouse? Wolf mouse. <laughs> Wax says, yo, why doesn't the neckbeard giant drop a fedora? Oh, because it could drop a red. <laughs> He could also drop a Debbie Ann. It's just a girl named Debbie Ann. <laughs> um, like, like that guy's ever seen a girl. Uh, he could drop a an Ubuntuba. <laughs> he could drop a 50 cent OS piece. Man, fifty cent OS. Uh, it find grapefruit. Wow. <laughs> well, not found. Lol. Because fifty cent. You've heard that story, yeah. right? That is yeah. sorry bit about how fifty cent didn't know what a grapefruit was. Uh, Dexorcist says, "Any chance we can get a place to adventure, perhaps in the museum, where monsters uh, with monsters no longer in the game, but with their item drops removed, so we can just get the rest, uh, the rest of the monster manual info for them. Might be a good place for the monsters whose artists changed to have their originals appear as well. And with no drops, what could the harm be? Thoughts? Um, well, a lot of the monsters whose art has changed, like Doctor Awkward, which I don't think has occurred to anybody to complain about yet, because probably nobody noticed, because nobody else. Did you understood. just re- reverse it front to back? Yeah, I did." Nice. <laughs> um, no, I just did. It was one of those things where the line weight was just wrong, mm. so I fixed it. I redid it. I ended up redoing all the art for all the monsters in the palindrome. I drew them the same, but just without the whatever things I scanned that day were just all blurry for some reason. Weird. See, before the time of consistency. A lot of the old monsters that aren't in the game anymore just straight up do not have factoids. Like, if there were things, especially things that had been gone prior to uh, the facts, or prior to, like, Spooky Putty. Mm -hmm. Um, Because anything, when we were deciding which things to write factoids on, anything that, like, still was in the game or existed in the facts network was fair game for factoids. 
John Diaz says, You mentioned on the Monday podcast that you picked up a copy of an Illuminati card game cheap at DragonCon. Is this a reference to the Illuminatus trilogy like it sounds? I just started reading it last weekend, and it seems pretty good so far. Nice. Uh, Sweet. That is one of my favorite books. Read the Schrodinger's Cat trilogy after that. Uh, this also seems like a good excuse for me to inquire as to how sweet, boom, pungent, prickle, and orange map to the KOL elements. <laughs> it has been a really long time since I read the Illuminatus trilogy. I remember there being, like, a lot of sex in it. There's a fair amount, remember, yeah. Maybe yeah. I just remember this. Not thing. as much as in uh, Naked Lunch, I am discovering, because I've been listening to the audiobook of that. Hmm. that. There's some crazy, crazy gay sex in that book. Yeah, I remember. Not that like, gay sex itself is crazy. I mean, no, but I mean one particularly one of the, one, crazy. One of the guys is like hanging of, from a noose. Yeah, like that's yeah, pretty, exactly. That that's kind of crazy. Like that would be crazy even if it wasn't gay. Yeah. Is, does it only last for fifteen seconds and then gets cut off mid sentence? God, I don't remember. That that book was fucking hard to read. Like it both both just like because there was a lot of gross stuff in it, but also because it, someone kept trying to knock it out of your hands. No, also because it is just literally presented in random order, like. Oh, it was a genius. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, yes, uh, it was. Not, I did not get those at Dragon Con. This was a long, long time ago. I think that maybe Fantasy Flight has picked up the Illuminati oh, license. Hmm. Although, no, no, they haven't. But somebody did a similar thing prior to that, where they took what used to be a CCG and just released it as a set. Uh. Um, so that you could just play it. You know, I remember it being okay. It was, like, about sort of influencing different... Well, you would build power structures with cards. Yeah, you were... I mean, it was just about, like, sort of using... It wasn't a CCG, exactly. At least not the the very first version of it. Really? Yeah, it predated Magic. Yeah, there there was the regular box set version that was just a card game in a box, and then later they did... Expansion packs. Well, no, it was more... Well, okay, yeah, they did do expansion packs of that. But later on, there was a new game based on the concepts from the original game, and that one was a CCG. I see. That's yeah. That one is that I've not been aware yeah. of. The CCG one. is the one that I, we just bought, and this was years and years ago. This was, like, probably 96. Yeah, they, so they the, eventually the released all the, the CCG that... cards in a single box, so you could play it as just a card game again. Um, and... I, I mean, the Illuminati is not something that was invented with the Illuminatus series of books. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're real, and they pull all the strings. Yeah. Uh, Fred Levi says, hey, did you know you can see some KOL bumper stickers on the set of the UK show, The IT Crowd? And then he links to a picture. Yeah. Yes, because we sent them to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, uh, they put out a call on the internet when they were starting filming that show. For just like, season. hey, send us some nerd shit, because we're going to decorate this office. You can also see a Raul doll that Roy's wife made. And or maybe, maybe just Roy some, made. Yeah. And maybe like some uh, Supertooth Lime stuff. And yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Like this, They used almost everything. And you the, just like can't coffee see cups. Yeah, like he's, he is drinking out of a coffee pixie mug a lot of the time, uh, which... It was neat, but yeah, like we we signed releases for all of that stuff, like that, that that. I don't think they can do that without. I mean, they can, but we could have sued them for doing it. But but yeah, no, that was just like that. Roy was just paying attention, and he was like, "Hey, they put a call out for for nerd merch. Do you want to send them some?" I'm like, yeah. So we just sort of sent them one of everything, and then they used, I think, just all of it, which is cool. This is a good way for them to get a bunch of free shit. I wonder where all that stuff ended up. Because that show's over, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I think so. 
They probably Science just wizard. divided it out amongst themselves. Science wizard writes, Science fact, 24,000 people are killed by lightning wizards every year. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, you as a science wizard would be real eager to tell us how dangerous all the other kinds of wizards are. <laughs> I'll bet you can use some kind of fucking science to protect us from them that only costs a little bit of money. And I mean, really, what is it next to your life? How many people die from baking soda volcanoes every year? Uh, well, do you guys want to take a little take a little yes. breaky poo and then sure. move on to take a little pooey break? You seem like you, you got the you got a you got a puss on like you need to take a poo break. Yeah, gross, gross. Is that what you look like when you're poop? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> All right, uh, watermelon signing out. Uh, but. Buy from the jack o' lantern. I'm feeling particularly radish. You're gonna give them. You're gonna give them a kiss from a rose on the radish. Have a have a great week, everybody. Stay tuned for video games, hot dog. It's not how that works. I know. Anymore. I know. I. It's the internet, right? So turn to no, flip the record over for the next episode <laughs> of video games, hot dog. Bing bong.